0: Hey, guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel Webbin with Right Response Ministries, and you're listening to another episode of Theology Applied. In this episode, I was privileged to have as a special guest, Marcus Pittman. Marcus Pittman is the president or CEO and founder of Lore, L-O-O-R. It's a streaming company. It's a conservative streaming company um, that, by God's grace, their ambition is uh, to be a force to be reckoned with, to take back the culture uh, for King Jesus. This was a really interesting interview. I think you guys will enjoy.
1: Applying God's word to every aspect of life. This is Theology Applied.
0: All right. Well, Welcome back to another episode of Theology Applied. I'm your host, Pastor Joel Webin, and I am privileged to have as a special guest today, Marcus Pittman. Marcus, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let me frame it up a little bit. This is what we want to do. So Marcus is known for many things. He actually uh, helped Jeff Durbin start Apologia Studios back in the day. And then a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, he moved to Moscow. Right? That's what guys do. They just go back and forth between uh, Doug Wilson and Jeff Durbin. That's where that's where the action's at. And so he's in Moscow now. And uh, with those guys, Fight La Feast Network, you guys yeah. uh, know Gabriel Wrench. Gabriel Wrench is on our board with Right Response yeah. Ministries and Toby Sumter, David Shannon, Chalk Knox, i yeah. guess is how people well me and him.
1: david Shannon have known each other for years back in georgia when we were both working for wretched so not nice. okay I was, so
0: i didn't know you worked for wretched so you worked for, very so,
1: briefly yeah yes. very briefly so were you Got wearing, fired after like three weeks and uh did you get fired because you want to david put a basement. pinwheel on the side of your head <laughs> <laughs> no i just wasn't that good at the time oh okay, you know, okay i just wasn't that good at the time and gotcha um you know that forced uh, me to uh me and david became really good friends as a result of that nice and uh it was just me and David just started making videos together, got connected with Darren Doan, got connected with American vision, did how to answer the fool and uh, um, a bunch of other documentaries there um, for American vision. Um, awesome. And then, and then we both went, you know, David went to Moscow and then I went to um, Apologia. Um, yep. Were you
0: involved? So, I know David Shannon was a, a big part of it, but were you involved with a by what standard documentary?
1: Uh, I filmed, I wasn't really involved other than, I held a camera and I went to the Southern Baptist convention to help record nice. some of the stuff that went down for the, for the first one. That's um, one, of, one of the only so. reasons
0: somebody would go to the SBC.
1: <laughs> <conventions>. <laughs> that is true.
0: Yeah. You know, Cool, man. All right. So let me frame it up. So this is, this is what we're doing. So he, you know, Marcus is known for a lot of things. We just went over some of that, but, uh, his most, you know, recent and current, uh, venture is lore and, uh, which is a, a streaming. Well, let, you, you go ahead and say it's, it's a Christian yeah. conservative streaming platform. T- tell us about it.
1: it. It's a conservative streaming platform. Okay, I would gotcha. say uh, by, by, um, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, everything I do is Christian. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Uh, so, um, but but yeah, so basically the way it's going to work is uh right now if you have Netflix or Disney Plus your monthly subscription goes to, you know, liberals uh who hate God and then they uh spend that money uh funding movies and TV shows uh that uh you don't want your family to see. Or they put the crazy diversity, LGBTQ standards in there and all that sort of nonsense. Um, And so you really have no say in sort of the programming. And so what Laura's going to do is Laura's going to allow you to use your monthly subscription to fund uh, the TV shows and movies uh, that you actually want to see. So you actually have a say, you have a vote in the shows and TV shows that get made. That's cool. Movies and TV shows that get made.
0: Yep. That's cool. And so it's not, it's not Christian in the sense that I think it was Martin Luther who said, you know, the, the first imperative of the gospel and the cobbler is not that he makes Christian shoes, but he makes good shoes and good shoes are yeah. Christian shoes when a Christian makes them. So, so it's not yeah. like uh, you have to be a Christian producer and have, you know, John three sixteen. you know, yeah, in I don't credits. think, I
1: don't think, I don't think art works that way. And right. the reason I don't think art works that way is because um, if you look at, the heavens and the earth and the stars and the planets and the moon and all the beautiful sunsets and sunrises, all of God's handiwork, that's all general revelation, Mm -hmm. right? So God's artwork is general. Um, It doesn't sit, it's not salvific. And if you look at a lot of the art in the Bible, it's general too. The building of the temple, it had meaning. There was meaning there. Um, You know, the mercy seat we know now, but at the time it was, okay, here's a mercy seat. You know, here's a veil. Um, Mm -hmm. It was beautiful artwork, but it wasn't necessarily like there wasn't, An explanation of what Jesus was gonna do written on the mercy seat. Right. right? So so uh, that was revealed later. And I think the same is true with when you watch a movie and you you you're you're riding home with your family, you're talking about the movie, and you go, Oh, there is a redemption narrative in that. You know, there was this, you know, one you know, when you look at like like the Mandalorian, you're talking about, you know, watching the Mandalorian, you go, Man, there's a lot of stuff about like adoption and covenant and all this cool stuff in, in the Mandalorian This is the way, yeah, yeah this, is the way, uh, know, <laughs> this um, is the way, you know, you know, you uh, know, you know, abandoning uh, the Mandalorian religion for the force or whatever, uh, you know, the true religion of the star Wars universe. So it's really, there's a really a lot of stuff there, but it's not like explicit. And, and then a lot of times uh, one of the benefits I think we as Christians have is that, Uh, the, the, the pagans can make art that glorifies God, at least to some degree in the narrative and stuff. Um, and so it's interesting, um, to, but we, but when it comes to Christian films, uh, they, we've put weird rules on it, you know, that they have to be made for 35 year old women and above who shop at Lifeway bookstores who they have to have a horse, a female, uh, what is it? A horse, a female, a puppy, and a child, I think are the four <laughs> standards that they look for for real. Like if you want to sell a movie to pure those are some of the standards, right? Wow. So, so there's all these weird, like not, they're not Christian rules. Um, they're not derived from scripture. And so what we're trying to do is like, okay, if there's an absolutely fair playing ground between the pagans and the Christians, uh, who's going to win the storytelling contest, and I think history has shown that's always the Christians that, that, that win the storytelling contest. And I think that's going to, I think we're, we'll, we'll see that play out. But you have to have that fair ground. You, have, you, you can't have um, Sony buy PureFlix, you know, Sony who pushes LGBT stuff. You know, they have, you know, The Last of Us 2, which, you know, huge video game uh, that was all, all pushed a homosexual trans agenda, right? So Sony, and then they buy Pure PureFlix and then they start making Christian content and you know now all of a sudden all your Christian movies are profiting <laughs> the the lost leader documentaries the homosexual movies that nobody watches right but it mm-hmm. allows them to sort of, so so we can't have that um, that's right. not going to work um, and and so what we really need is just a place where the free market can determine uh, what's a good movie and what's not and not um, stats and data and analytics and marketing uh, panels and all this other sort of nonsense mm-hmm. that that plagues Hollywood, burdens Hollywood. I would say it makes Hollywood worse. That's why you have, um, you know, Superman and Lois is a good example on the CW. Last season was amazing. Huge, huge family narrative, Uh, father, son, uh, you know, without going into too much detail, but it's Superman moving back to um, his family, um, uh, his family farm and raising uh, his kids with Lois Lane. And just this amazing family story of how you know superman if he's like if he's late for his job people actually die (laughs) but he also has to be back in time for dinner Mm -hmm. or you know or he'll lose his family (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> this, this is amazing like people say well superman doesn't have any weaknesses but i think like they found it and then two episodes into season two they start to push the lgbt line yeah. you're just like why did that have to happen it was the show is like amazing mm. so but but that's because you know there's requirements and marketing panels and diversity uh, directors of diversity that you know are required to do it for them and there's no government laws let's say that has to happen that's just their own religion yeah and so cult- i think if you cultural standard yeah and what we found is that artists who uh, might not even be Christian hate it too. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking for a place that they can make a lot of money and tell the stories that they want. Right. And I think if you, uh, you know, have the playground in which that can happen, you also get to decide the rules and tell them what they can't do. Right. Um, and then, and then, uh, one, I think, you know, cause you know, we're not a free speech platform. Um, we're not pushing that, um, you know, you could do new, you know, nudity and, and not safe for work content and stuff. No, no, no. We have two rules, no blasphemy and no nudity, and then make a, make a great story. And then we try to give artists freedom to just tell that story without notes from us and all that sort of other stuff. Right. Um, but, but we're, we are looking for talented artists. We are looking for the ones who have, uh, done really amazing, skillful work and, um, can deliver a product that's yeah. awesome
0: man and i and i like that you said that you're not a free speech uh platform because <laughs> if there's anything we've realized over the last couple <laughs> years we've realized that uh, libertarianism doesn't work um no, it, it's not it it's doesn't. not whether but which right there's always going to be right. reigning orthodoxy and whatever reigning orthodoxy happens to be in power is going to have certain blasphemy laws things you cannot say and yeah, things that you must do so so th- th- this idea of um yeah. No, like we, we want to win. Conservatives are just, uh, one of the reasons we lose is because it's like they're, they're just so committed to losing, you know, and Christians yeah. are, are no different. It's like, you know, we, we want to take a stand, but we also want to make sure that, you know, that we never actually take ground. We never advance. We ne- so we, yeah, we have laws. We have God's law. And so it's, it's, right. not, it's not man's there, tyranny no, versus no law. It's, it's either man's law versus God's law.
1: Yeah, there's no such thing as a free speech plat like a true free speech platform. Yeah, you're right. Um, um, Even Gab has no pornography rules. New rules, and and I think I think Gab would argue that free speech isn't technically considered. uh, I'm sorry, pornography isn't technically considered free speech according to the First Amendment because there's uh, what they call. I don't know, like lewd laws or something like that. Mm-hmm. That a yeah, lot, you know. One. So, you, but so I don't, I don't exactly know. But they still have, you know. Andrew Torba is not neutral, and I say this as someone who thinks Andrew Torba is amazing. Um, but, but not. There's no such thing as a platform that like. Look at Getter and Parlor, right, um, right. Uh, you know, Getter uh, out a Parlor uh, banned our ad that we've been running on Gab. Uh, we've had an ad on Gab that just says, uh, "No more gay movies." <laughs> <laughs> and it does really well. The CPCs are really low. It's a great ad for us. And then we tried to get it on parlor and uh, they rejected it. Uh, I had oh, really? actually had a phone call with the marketing team there and uh, they were like, oh yeah, that just violates our community standards. Wow. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. So stop calling yourself free. Yeah, and I exactly. think that's just... That's just a neutrality thing. That's just a Bonson neutrality thing. And then we saw what mm. the blow up with Getter too, because they're just banning people before they even come on the platform. Yeah. Did you see that interview with didn't. Tim Pool? And, uh, I did, what, man. It was fantastic. He was
0: really good. He, <laughs> he he was very charitable, but like, I mean, they were yeah. softball questions, but the guy couldn't answer him because he's yeah. not you principled. Could, you, he doesn't yeah, have.
1: He's not principled. You could tell, you know, I I always say uh, ne- never go on a podcast with a suit. Mm. <laughs> Well, I'm wearing Your a suit, suit right now. Your suit looks great. You're I'm like, wearing the a host, suit right now. The, the host can. Okay. okay the guest, the I always go. Okay. If you're if you're that guy, when no one in the room is wearing the suit, right, right, and like you come in with a suit always Well, the the nightmare. nice thing
0: about having a podcast with only two guys you look greasy if, That's there's what two, happens. if there's two guys on the podcast then there's really no dress code right you could wear something right. i wear something and it's like you know but if there's if there's multiple guys on the show and three of them are wearing one thing one guy is standing out and then feel a little bit weird <laughs> but yeah no well, i, I think, thought he nailed him to the he, wall like he said the george floyd thing that was a great mm-hmm. example where he's like so was, right dude, so was, right you can't have any video that uh with somebody getting killed and he's like so what it, about the video of george floyd
1: and he's like, oh well,
0: right up to the moment of death, right? Well, <laughs> exactly. Well, what is that? Yeah, but basically, <laughs> what it came down to, what it, what he revealed, Tim Pool revealed, was he said, uh, oh, so there is a standard. It's not a free for all because that doesn't exist. Neutrality is a myth. So there is a standard, and what you're saying is that you're the standard. Like every other big tech, you know what? You're the standard. At the end of the day, you're going to make the call based off of whether you yeah. like it or whether you don't. Based off, it's subjective, and it's right. and you're you're the person. It's your whims and your desires. And so, and so you're saying, yeah, we, we have a standard too. It's just the difference is it's God's standard.
1: Right. Yeah. I think, um, you know, everybody has that standard. Um, right. And so, you know, uh, but, but I, I think that the other difference is whether or not it's like an actual platform like Gab mm-hmm. uh, where it's more of a tool, um, whereas we're more of a storytelling propaganda machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a little bit more responsibility in terms of what goes out. Uh, but, but ultimately, um, w- we want to trust our artists just to make content that's, uh, that glorifies God or, or is just good.
0: That's great. So, uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and you said something that's fantastic. So, you got to repeat it. But basically, I was saying, you know, the, you first initially reached out to me. So, for our audience listening, the, the way that we got connected and decided to go ahead and do this episode was um, I actually mentioned lore on one of my previous episodes of Theology Applied. And you can watch the episode with Rory Groves. It was a great episode. Rory's great. He wrote. Uh, Durable Trades, I think is the name of his book, talking about men, you know, just realizing that, okay, man, we, we are far more dependent on on so many different things than we realized and God in His providence in the last couple of years has kind of um, opened our eyes and revealed to us how much dependency we have and so this idea of wanting to be independent, wanting to be cancel proof, you know, all these kinds of things, being able to work with your hands and and attach, you know, um, commerce to the household, to the family, C.R. Wiley has yeah. written on this and so that that was kind of rory's gig and he said a lot of great stuff that i totally agree with Um, but there was one portion where we were talking about okay well what about what about the goliaths the giants in the land what about big tech what about twitter and what about netflix and what about this and and rory's position is that we can by you know by by having durable trades and being dependent on no one, which the scripture does talk about that you know working mm-hmm. quietly with your hands, being dependent on no one, then we can outlast them. That that Babylon falls, and I said that, in and in, in agreeing with him, uh, but you reached out and said, you know, well. I, I think, yeah. Sometimes uh, God and His sovereignty causes, you know, Babylon to fall. But there are also moments where we fight. And you said a great line, so pick up right there. Yeah. And-
1: I said that um, the Israelites wanted to outlast Goliath, and it was David that wanted to kill him.
0: Amen. That's good.
1: Right. So 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 so. I mean, the Israelites could have outlasted the Philistines. I'm sure they could have. Um, they could have also, you know, the Egyptians uh, and the Israelites could have, they could have outlasted the Egyptians and in, in Israel as well. Um, but sometimes you just have to break free, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to send down the plagues and kill the firstborn sons and yeah. <laughs> get out of there. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, um, I I think you know there there's this weird thing with like I think dispensationalism has mm-hmm. kind of taught us subconsciously even if we're postmill. i think we still sort of especially now right we look around us and we're like holy cow <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. this country is on the, the i mean the entire western world is on the edge of mm-hmm. just destruction um and you know we're still holding to this postmill theology that says no no things are going to get better i mm-hmm. mean um, i believe that um and i th- but i think um when we look around it's easy just to go man right now we just need to figure out how to be self-sustaining um, and not focus on building businesses and economies, and 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 I, I think what we're seeing now in in the, in the in the in the in the pagan business world. I mean, you look around, there is not a single Fortune 500 solid Protestant Christian brand um, that is willing to just defy the government, right? Yeah. Um, and there's not a there's not a single one. They're all controlled by Marxists. They're all controlled by, um, you know, big government or, you know, they're just in this pit of crony capitalism and bribery with politicians. And it's just complete nonsense. Um, And and the fact that, um, you know, you have maybe Chick-fil-A, maybe Hobby Lobby, but they don't speak out. Right. Like you don't see the owners of Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby on the news talking about, you know, how crazy Biden is like, haven't seen it. hasn't happened one time. Um, uh, Oh, you know, and and so, and so what what I think needs to happen is there needs to be some disruption there Mm. in, in sort of the corporate world um, that says, look, we're going to be a massive global brand. Um, We're going to change the way movies are made. TV shows are made. People stream and watch entertainment from home. Um, and then now, and then and then and then we're going to absolutely uh, put our fists in the air and defy um, any sort of ridiculous nonsense and um, diversity standards. Uh, yeah. And 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 I think that's important, especially for a storytelling vehicle like Lore is uh, to create um, a, 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 a thriving company um, that can tell amazing propaganda right? Mm. Like that's, that's all stories are propaganda. Mm. Um, You know, we definitely see it in Hollywood. That's absolutely leftist um, propaganda. And so let's just not be ashamed about it. Listen, I'll try to hide it. Let's not be ashamed about it. Let's just say, yeah, okay. Well, if there's going to be a crazy radical uh, pro-abortion law um, that the government is passing, we're going to start pumping out amazing anti-abortion films uh, that no one will touch. Uh, that won't get distribution in theaters. That theaters won't run. We'll we'll stream them on our platform. You know, if if uh, you know, there's you know, let, let's have let's have a uh, movies where the tranny is the bad guy. Mm. Like, how come you never see that? Right, right, <laughs> right. Like you know, let, let's have movies where horror movies like that. Right. So I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do. Yeah. All sorts of stories that can be told that no one has the guts to tell, and we just right. want to be that platform. Where people can just have guts, um, and no, I think there's good. a lot of. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, and and it is only going to work in the way that we want it to, if it's a global brand. And we've always said from the beginning, um, this is just something either God is going to bless or he's not. Mm. Um, he, right? So it's like that rock is going to hit Dave, Goliath in the head or it's not. Right. <laughs> and it's a sovereign will and direction of God, what happens. Uh, but we, somebody has to throw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone has to throw it. Um, And, and so I I think we do see a a huge example here where, you know, even in, even in the secular world, uh, right. Like, you know, like take like the daily wire um, who wants to be respected by Hollywood, right. Like they want to be invited to the parties. They don't want to completely destroy and end Hollywood. Right. Mm. Um, And whereas we're like, no, no, no. We want to make Hollywood irrelevant um, just like, the printing press did to the Catholic Church back in the day, right? right? Like so, so we see these. I mean, you know, the printing press. I think is a great example of a huge, massive global brand that wasn't just about self sustaining that disrupted the entire world. Yeah, and, and and so I think I think there's a lot more opportunity in the in the future of the world for those sort of things. It might not be now, right. uh, but hopefully, maybe what we do is an example um, for future generations as to what can be done and stuff like that. So yeah, no, I, I like think that.
0: it's good. I, I think like we're that. Gonna... Uh, in, in light of the daily wire, you mentioned them and, you know, um, I, I remember there was something that Jerry, Jeremy Boring recently said, you know, cause they've started to get into film and things like that. You know, the uh, run, run, fight, hide, I think was one of their films. They got another yeah. one coming and picking they have up three.
1: People, all three. They, I just want to say this real quick. They yeah, have yeah. Three movies it. coming out. They've announced, I think, yeah. or at least two and then maybe one, yeah, but they all contain, Strong female warrior leads.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Everyone. Um, And this is a conservative group. I want you to see this worldview disconnect. This is a conservative group that would say uh, we're against women in the draft. Mm. Right. Like that's what they would argue against. Uh, But (laughs) when it comes to their movies, they're trying to appeal to this Hollywood industry. Um, And they're trying to, you know, say, no, 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 look, our our movies have some diversity in it, you know? And Mm. it's like, well, yeah, but you guys are, like just disconnected from what you teach on your podcast or what your movies are. Right. About. And no, I think a only a Christian worldview can understand that consistent ethic. Um, oh, you're
0: right. That's a good point. That's a, that's a, you did good pointing out that inconsistency. I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Uh, but one of the comments that Jeremy Boyne made that I do agree with that I thought was good was he said, you know, we don't want to just make movies um, that, that you're supposed to watch or that you should watch, but the movies that you want to watch. Yeah. And I think Christians have done that historically, like when it comes to any form of art, um, you know, it's just like, well, this is the thing that you should be watching, or this is the thing that you should like, but you don't actually yes. like it. And maybe you don't like it because your conscience is so seared by sin and this and that, you know, and you're compromised, you know, morally. Um, but maybe also you don't like it because it's just not good. You know, yeah. It's just, yeah, I, it's just not very good.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, pure, pure Flix is not an art industry. They're not worried about art. They're worried about math and data um so that's sort of how they determine you know um you know here's a well i mean it's a great business right so i mean when you when you look at and you say um your movies aren't going to be in the theaters uh for more than maybe two or three weeks because they're christian films right so they're not going to have a long life um so you need to figure out a way to sell your films on dvd and so they realized that they could sell their dvds in the christian bookstores well who's the target audience right. for a christian bookstore right well it's 35 year old moms and so they just started based on math just making all their movies right. and tv shows towards that market like right. even um um you know i mean yeah pretty much everything they do um is is geared for women to watch even if it's a a story about men like let's say courageous or fireproof it's still for the woman right like right. um it's for the woman to bring her husband to sit through right uh but but that's uh that's uh that's just how that market is and i think you just give artists freedom and just say man just make whatever you want you're christian you know it's like uh, athanasius or augustine said you know love god and make what you want yeah so
0: no that's good um yeah so with with the Dave and goliath thing i think that that's super helpful and you're right like whether it be hobby lobby or chick-fil-a it's like all right we're not going to bend to this or something. And, and there has been some concessions, but, you know, we're going to hold the line. We're going to hold the line. We're going to hold the line. We're not going to kowtow. We're not going to compromise. Um, but, but David, you know, David shows up on the scene to, you know, to hand some cheese to his brothers and check on them and see mm-hmm. how they're doing. He sees all the armies of Israel and, and he's not, his response is why has, has no one shut him up? Uh, he's out right. here taunting exactly right. the, you know, the armies of Israel day after day, and and his his you know rhetoric. He, it's not enough to just like, well, we can't compromise, or you know, we we can't go back to our homes. We got to hold the line. We got to stay here as long as it takes, you know, and try not to right. let them see you shiver. Try mm-hmm. not to. But David like actually goes up and says. Are you uncircumcised Philistine, who are you <laughs> yeah. to taunt the armies of the living God? Today I will chop off your head and feed your carcass to the birds. And you don't yeah. see, you know, the CEO of Chick Fil A saying that, you know, and, and that's what you're right. saying. And I think you're right. We we need. People who, well, or you don't just,
1: see the CEO. You don't see the CEO of Pureflix saying that. Yeah, you're right. Right, you're right. Yeah, you, you don't see. Um, you don't. You know, you don't see. Uh, you know, Reach Records. Right, they're not saying that. Right, they're. You know, Sony bought both of them, and what we should ask a question. It's like, why is Sony buying up all these Christian media companies, right. and why are we letting them? right and 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 so and so like there's all these sort of things and i think part of it is just because sony's a japanese company and they look at america from you know overseas and they're like well christianity still important to america it's part of what it is so sony just thinks well if we're going to be in the family business we need to have the christian media companies i don't right. think it's any i mean i i would think that it's probably not more um sinister than that but also it could be <laughs> right well, re- <laughs> you just don't know yeah real
0: so real quick with you know with, my point with the whole david thing is i i think in god's providence and his sovereignty th- there is an incredible mercy in these last two years with all the madness you know coming out and and really the veil being lifted with you know with just neo-marxist and you know totalitarian government and all these kind of things that here's the mercy um i, I think the mercy is so David goes forward and he challenges Goliath. You uncircumcised Philistine, you know somebody needs to chop off your head, and I'm going to do it. You know and feed your, yeah. your body, you know your carcass to the birds. Now, if that had happened, well, still even today, we'd probably have some trouble from the fish, But if that had happened, you know, just even two years ago, five years ago, um, a David type goes and challenges the enemies of God and uses that kind of rhetoric. Um, the first thing that he should watch is not his front but his back, because Israel. Uh, a.k.a. The, the American church would actually be the ones slamming him, throwing rocks at him, throwing spears at him, saying, you're harsh and you're not being like Jesus. Right, and, right. But the, the beauty of the David situation is that the Philistines uh, were at war and they had made their intentions of war clear. The Philistines mm-hmm. made it clear to Israel uh, that they didn't want to coexist, that they weren't a neutral party, uh, but that they wanted Everything and that they were going to kill or enslave every single last mm. one of them, and so That's because right. Philistine's intentions were clear that that they hate us, they hate us, and they hate our God. Um, Israel didn't mind David standing up to them, so so David didn't have to face two enemies flanking him simultaneously. Simultaneously, the actual enemy and then the people wearing you know the Christian T-shirt that. Really, should just go ahead and walk over to the other side because that's where they actually belong. You know, right. so so right. my point is, I th- I think that in God's providence, as things have heated up, and as you know, um, the enemies of God, the pagans in our land, have have more, you know overplayed their hand and, and revealed their intentions, that they actually, they hate liberty, uh, they hate wealth, they hate uh, children, um, they hate marriage, they hate family, they hate God, and they hate Christians, and every everyone who loves those things, they want to absolutely dismantle, destroy, um, all those kinds of, as that's becoming more and more clear, I've just even realized, just as podcasting and as a pastor, i um, I get far less criticism. I'm sure I'll get some even with this video, but I get far less criticism (laughs) for being harsh than I used to. And I think part of it is because all of a sudden I don't have to convince as many people that there actually is an enemy that actually hates God and hates God's people. Whereas before, yeah. I think one of the reasons why there was always the criticism of, of you're being too harsh is because um, there was too much sympathy. There was too much intermarriage and and mixing between the people of God and the pagans. And now I think that's so... that. Things have been hard these last couple of years, but I think that's a real mercy. And I'm encouraged by that. You know, with the post-mill perspective, I see that as how things get better. How so how do things get better when a nation is compromised and apostatizing? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think one of the ways that it gets better is first it gets a little worse, you know, yeah. and and that's what God uses to call <laughs> men to courage and to stand up and yes. fight. So all that being yeah. said, I, I hope that, you know, even though it's it's horrible on the one hand, the grace in it on the other is as as Hollywood is unapologetic and unashamed with like cuties on netflix you know and 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 as they're even starting to normalize not just gay you know relationships but pedophilia as as they just completely overstep their bounds and overplay their hand um i think you know that you're going to have an even better and better chance not just being neutral not just you know free speech but actually being blatantly against that
1: well i think that's why you know you have the the effeminate b-side gospel coalition writers right Right, who are who are just you know just can't get a single retweet on any article they share on twitter (laughs) and then you have you know someone like uh you know uh you know ad who's like getting more views on his youtube channel than the gospel coalition is on on, you know right and it's like why is that you know why is Joe Rogan the most listened to podcast in the history of the world? Right. Well, it's because people want a man, yeah. right? People want to be—they want someone who's going to be harsh. Um, I mean, you know, the, the judgment on us is that <laughs> it's Joe Rogan right. and not someone, uh, you know, right. not a Christian podcaster, right? Um, and 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 I think that's the judgment. But I think um, w- w- I think it should give us uh, strength to go. You know what? We can be hard too. Um, you know, we 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 can we can go harder, and we can we we don't have to worry about being winsome and and right. all that other nonsense that uh, the Gospel Coalition is failing with, right? They're right. they're pushing this narrative of winsomeness and niceness and effeminacy, well, and, and and the thing is, and again, and I, they're and they're losing, like, right? They're, it's not like look at their data, right? Like right. go to their YouTube channel, you can see like their upload rates are like they maybe have two or three hundred views. But go to Apologia Studios is uh, channel who talks about abortion and all sorts of, uh, uh, how you say, uh, uh, stuff the algorithm hates on YouTube Mm -hmm. and they're still killing, um, the niceties of the gospel coalition. So I think, um, I think, uh, when you see that you just go, okay, there's obviously a market there, Mm -hmm. uh, for, I like to say there's a market for violence, Mm. (laughs)
0: like
1: there, there's a market for that yeah um, and if nothing and else a godly I, a godly violence right, right. there's like a there's a market, market for
0: god a godly fight godly violence and and really what you're saying is there's a market for masculinity half yeah literally half <laughs> yeah. the market is a you market have mascul- for masculinity. you don't even
1: have masculinity in the fashion industry look at carhartt right, right. yeah
0: Right. Yeah, like they, yeah, they right. have
1: all these strong men who like you know farmers and you know blue collar people wearing this stuff and carhartt just backed out and they're like and the, the, their whole audience base is like, wait a minute. We don't even have fashion. Right. No, that, <laughs> like what? There's nothing for men, not that, even a, a shirt.
0: <laughs> it blew my mind that like Starbucks dropped their mandate for the vaccine. And, I have a theory as to Carhartt why they did that. Held it. Why? Yeah. What
1: is it? My theory is uh, because uh, thus saith their Lord. Mm. Um, and so the Supreme Court ruled. And they obeyed their government. They, I mean, they obeyed their their master, right? Mm. Um, so I think that's why they did it. I don't think it was like, yeah, we're anti. Everyone's like, you yeah, we're I it, think Starbucks anti.
0: Here's my theory. I think it's because Starbucks is, you know, it's it's all over the nation, all over the world. But um, a lot of higher ups and people, you know, from the ground up where Starbucks started is Seattle, Portland, you know, and even though these are people who are super liberal when it comes to sexual agenda and all those kinds of things, yeah. they also, there's this weird overlap where it's like, yeah, we're all homosexual, but we also are anti-vax.
1: Yeah. They're also I, so I think, I think the
0: hippie, you know what I mean? The hippie vibe yeah. might've won the day, but
1: yeah, they're also capitalists in the sense of, you know, they, their job is to make a lot of money. Right. Right. I'm um, not, maybe, maybe they might, Publicly, they don't speak like they're capitalists, but in their work, uh, they certainly do. Um, and 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 so I think um, you, you know, there's this. I, I like to say that like capitalism is one of those tools that God has given man to restrain evil. Yeah. Um, I think you see that with, um, uh, you know, when I mean, a while back ago when when Chick Fil A, you know, stood their ground against the homosexual movement. <laughs> right. Um, It just emboldened the conservatives even more. And then eventually the homosexuals just disappeared and stopped Mm -hmm. worrying about Chick-fil-A. And, 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 and so, you know, there was just sort of this, there's always seems to be this sort of thing where um, like God in his common grace has given it to um, given uh, economics as a means to restrain evil. Because I know like if I, if I want to buy something you do or you've made, um, I would know, I would trust based on the transaction alone and the covenant we're making in that purchase is that um, uh, I'm giving you money and I expect it to be good um, and you're going to work hard and make it good and not rip me off because you want to make more money and you want me to tell my friends and, right. you know, that word of mouth sort of thing. So that is complete common grace to stop evil and greed. Um, right. You know, I, I, we see this too, like with all these, you know, everyone's like, Oh, we need to regulate the Bitcoin market. We need to re- regulate the Bitcoin industry. And there's all these scammers, everybody, like there's tons of scams in the Bitcoin industry, but I feel like people are being more ma- being made more aware and they're being more cautious in their investments and like which coins they invest in and not. Right. So it seems like even without the government involved, there's this complete free market sort of thing where you see, you know, there's YouTube videos exposing scammers and all this right. sort of stuff, and people are just becoming more and more aware in a, f- just completely without any government involvement of, hey, maybe I shouldn't invest in that, you know? Right. So you're always gonna have, you know, wicked companies and all that sort of stuff, but ideally they go out of business. <laughs> right yep. like carhartt like that's what we want yep. to see right we want to see carhartt go out of business yep that's right so. um with the back to
0: the winsome thing i i hate that word you know I've, if i had a dollar every time <laughs> somebody too, used, used, you know, said <laughs> you should too. be winsome I'd, I'd be a rich man but uh with, with the you know the gospel coalition and you know advocating for winsomeness i think one of the things is again that's been revealed recently and one of the reasons why people aren't clicking on their stuff i don't think it's just because they're there it's unattractive the message of niceness um, I think it's because um, it's being revealed that they're not nice, right? It's um, at the end of the day, uh, again, it's not whether, but which um, gospel. The, the reason why they're shoving winsomeness and and niceness and and effeminate gentleness. Gentleness is not effeminate, but an effeminate form of gentleness down their listeners' throats um, is is not so that they'll be nice to everyone, not not so that they'll be gentle to everyone, uh, but so that they'll be nice and gentle towards um liberal progressives so that they'll be nice and gentle towards biden so they'll be nice and gentle david french yeah david french <laughs> yeah exactly you know uh, uh, Colin. calling what, what, what's the, uh, what's, the what's the other guy.
1: one what's the other one francis collins that's, francis, the yeah, that's it yeah that's it francis yeah. collins exactly. that guy. yeah well yeah he was right
0: there with russell moore you know with tim keller and all this g- what yeah
1: I said one hundred percent. Yeah, so, it's just so wicked they're saying and corrupt.
0: be nice to them. But w- what simultaneously is happening is is in their demands that Christians fulfill the law of love and be nice to this party over here. Um, what what happens by way of consequence is hatred towards this party over here right? That all these people are losing their jobs now, you know? Um, So because we're being nice to them and we're not allowed to fight, they're getting their way and tyranny is taking the day and people are losing their jobs and their livelihoods and there's, you know, no more medical freedom. And, you know, and so, you know, kids are having to wear masks at school. And so I think people are just starting to realize it's not just that nice doesn't sell because it's uninteresting or it's boring. It's, um, It's the fact that people are realizing they're not actually nice, They're not nice. They're nice to the bad guys and they're cruel to their own.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, (laughs) I was. just, by the way, you mentioned, you know, uh, uh, bodily autonomy and that sort of thing. Isn't it interesting that it's now the Christians that are pushing the my body, my choice narrative? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, isn't that God's poetic justice? Um, I think towards them. I think that's sort of the judgment They've brought upon themselves as they've been pushing this on oh, my body, my choice, I'll die for this. Right. Um, and now they've given it up yep, immediately. immediately. Yeah. And now the Christians are like, OK, well, we'll tell you exactly what this means in the right way to, to wield it. Right. That right. And so um, that is uh, a. <laughs>
0: That's a good story. Every,
1: every, every judgment God does has some sort of poetic artistry to it. Yep. And I think that's part of it.
0: Yep. That's so. a good story. Well, okay. So let's, let's spend the rest of our time. We don't have to spend too long, but just tell our listeners more about lore and how they can get involved and, and what, you know, what's coming down the pipeline dates, times, like what can
1: we expect? Yeah. So uh, we're going to be doing our beta very soon. Um, and, and I mean, very soon, uh, hopefully within, I would say the next month. Wow. Um, and so so one thing you want to do is you want to join the mailing list. If you go to lore.tv, there's a subscriber mailing list and join that mailing list and we'll uh, send out an email once the beta starts um, and then that'll be invite only thing. Um, and then from there, uh, we'll slowly transition into um, an actual functioning product where you're funding films and TV shows and um, hopefully we'll just continue to snowball from there. that's that's the plan uh so 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 that's uh very soon um we don't have an exact date but i'll just say it's 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 coming up pretty quickly uh and 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 uh and and then um the 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 goal really is we're we're, we we have amazing projects that just are not going to be made anywhere else um uh if you look at like sage for example that uh uh that 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 we just dropped uh, Cody Halford is the guy that did it. Um, and he, he pitched this, you, you know, this story of, uh, it's a new age couple where one of the, um, one of the, one of one of the group, one of the persons in the couple, um, uh, becomes a Christian, uh, and then the other person takes the, them, on a tour across the United States, all this new age stuff to try to get him back to new age theology. And it was just such a, it was too dark for pure flicks. Um, and this is a guy who's already sold stuff. So there's stuff like that. And then of course, Laura Claussen's project, which, which actually has Kevin Sorbo with it. Um, who's doing the voiceover for, they're doing these short animated cartoons, uh, sort of like you would see on Disney plus, right? You have these shorts, yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, these are all shorts related to uh, graphically telling you about abortion um, yeah. animated, like through animation. And uh, man, let me tell you, um, it is one of, I, I saw just the, the sketch, the sketches of the first episode and it's one of the most powerful pieces of art I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Um, just truly incredible um, and, uh, Kevin's did a great job with that. And then, um, but, but the thing is that these, these are all being animated by like secret Disney animators, right? Like, hmm. you know, either past or present. And so, and so the, you know, this is, you know, these people exist out there and right. they want to make stuff like this. Hmm. Um, and, and, and so, you know, so they're not just nobodies who we found on YouTube who can draw like these are right. professions. um, um and uh, you know, so there's that, and then you know, Dark Holler is um, a a, a reform perspective of ghost hunting. is probably the best way to say it. It's a documentary series, um, except uh, you know, it's it's a it's a real. A biblical look at you know demon possession you know wow. m- m- you know actual demon possession and you know a, a small coal mining town uh where everyone's on meth and drugs and, i've and always wanted Europe. to see everyone, some
0: but... some kind of you know exorcism you know demonic kind of thing that's not <laughs> catholic it's always yeah. catholic you know, yeah i think not... in the
1: reform perspective uh i think you know uh, an exorcism is just salvation yeah um, and, and so it's really cool ghost hunting sort of, you know, like series. And then the other thing we have is, uh, you know, uh, Follow the Dead is an amazing um, uh, comedy, Irish comedy, zombie movie, horror movie. That's cool. <laughs> so, so that's just something, that's really you cool. know, you're just not going to get that sort of stuff. And so these, these movies will be progressing on the platform. And um, as our subscriber base grows, you'll be able, we'll be able to fund more and more. Um And, you know, we're, we are, we have, uh, you know, the PKs by the way, um, is, is fantastic. What's that? The uh, PKs. Co- uh, yeah. The PKs is a comedy sitcom starring show Baraka. I don't know if you're familiar with mm. him. He's a hip hop artist, Christian okay. hip hop artist. Uh, so it's starring show Baraka and, uh, it's about, uh, uh, a, uh, a, a, a multiracial family, um, who is trying to, uh, the father is the pastor of a church and he's, uh, balancing, um, you know, keeping his household in order and his church in order all at the same time. And mm. it's a really cool, it's a really cool comedy that you see as, as the household deteriorates, the right. church does too. And then like, it's, it's, this really oh, cool, cool. Yeah. narrative yeah. On, on that. Um, and so that's, that pilots actually, we already shot that it's being edited now. Wow. Um, and, and so there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot more stuff, um, that I'm really excited about that um, that that'll, that'll, we'll be announcing as, as we grow. Um, That's awesome,
0: but, Marcus. So real quick to tell our listeners and tell me, I, I'm curious. So how, how does the, um, the financial model work? Like what, do, do people, you know, Netflix, it's a monthly thing, but you said you get to choose what, so what does somebody pay to watch lore?
1: Yeah. I'm not going to answer those questions yet. Okay. Um, That'll, that'll all come out as we do beta testing and get the data and stuff like that, okay. uh, that we need to be able to answer those questions and um, the specifics of it. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that as a surprise. Okay. <laughs> for now. All right. um, but, but, but yeah, so, uh, but when you talk about, you know, the financial model, I say that we've been very successful in, with very little at mm-hmm. this point, uh, we've raised half a million for our first seed round. Um, Which is nothing in the film industry. I mean, I mean, people spend 20 or $30 million on a Christian movie. Mm. um, And, and, and that's just one movie. Right. Right. And we're, we've done, you know, we've raised 500,000 and we've already acquired, you know, at least maybe 10 to 12 projects um, that we hope to launch soon. Um, So, I mean, like we're crushing it. Um, And Mm. so, you know, which, which is good for, you know, could perhaps some people in your audience are uh, really um, uh, experienced investors uh, just to know that, you know, you don't have to invest in one movie. You can invest in the platform that'll make all the movies, right? Right. Like that's the real, the real goal, Um, Mm. especially for Christians. We want to take dominion. And so one of that ways we do that is take dominion over stories. Mm.
0: Cool. Surprise, surprise. We'll save it for a surprise. Five hundred dollars a month. That's a surprise. That's why you don't want to say <laughs> if you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, any if last- If the market
1: allows, I'm cool yeah, with it, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's no there's no there's no uh,
0: cap. You can always pay more. Yeah. Um all right, any last final thoughts for our listeners?
1: No, just uh, you know, go to Lore TV. There we you know said there's a subscriber uh tab, but there's also a creator tab. And then um if you if you're an artist or filmmaker, you work in the industry and you have an idea you want to pitch to us, go to the creator tab. And then uh, there's an investor tab too. If you're an accredited investor and would like to know more about uh, uh what we can uh what we can do in, in that sense, uh, uh just just let us know. We're we're looking for uh, obviously investors with money, but our main priority is that they're not cowards and they uh, have a backbone and they're not going to cave to cancel culture. That's really yeah. important to us. So,
0: Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, Marcus. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly